This is the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill Murray is with us. Didn't know if I'd ever have a chance to uh, make that introduction here at halftime. What, how do you show up at a Baylor St. John's game in Charleston? Well, I come to I come to Charleston uh, often. Uh, I'm involved with the minor league baseball team down here, uh, the Charleston River Dogs, and uh, I like it down here. It's one of my favorite towns, Charleston, South Carolina. The John Morris Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham. Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, by Marineland Boating Center, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Do, do people come up and when they ask for an interview, does it put you on the defensive a little because people try to be or, or think they have to be funny with you? I mean, do you get that a lot? Well, I'm sitting next to a man named Claude Bruce who uh, played at Baylor, played football yeah. at Baylor. Now he's a golf uh, professional down here at a great golf course called Gaiman's Hall. And uh, he's, his jersey is, hangs in the, golf, in, the club pro house, in, the, in the clubhouse over there, in the pro shop anyway, because he played every day against Mike Singletary in this wow. jersey. In the, he got the blood out. I don't know how he got the blood out of the jersey, but... He said not to talk to you at all, not to even speak to you, but I'm here anyway. But, but well, we but appreciate the, Claude, yeah. But I don't know. I don't know about being funny. I, I don't, I'm not that funny. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. It's well, nice. Well, congratulations to your football team. That was fun. How about that, huh? I've really enjoyed watching your women's team. That coach is hilarious. I, Very, yeah. out her. I think you pecked her. That's exactly right. <laughs> Very Well, come see us in Waco sometime. Okay. If you're ever close, come see us in All Waco. Right. Do you really call it Waco? Because uh, it's I always it's spelled Waco, isn't no, it? No, it's wa- Waco. Oh, okay. All right. I, W-A-C-O. <laughs> it's Waco. Well, great to meet you, and Same thanks here. for your time. Sure All appreciate right. it. Regular. Now, from the Petty Clinic Low-T Studio, this is the John Morris Show. Good morning, Central Texas. This is the John Morris Show. I'm Garrett Ross. I hope everyone had a great weekend. I hope you enjoyed the opening weekend of Major League Baseball. I know I did. I really wasn't expecting to check out too many games, but I picked up the Rangers on Saturday in the sixth inning, and I was able to watch the whole game yesterday, and I watched some of the massacre that the Braves put on the uh, Mets, and then I checked out the Giants and uh, Dodgers for a little bit. So, yeah, it was fun. I'm, I'm excited that baseball's back. Um, J-Mo will be back tomorrow, so today we'll continue to ride that baseball wave. Um, we'll hear some interviews that he did with John Schiabani and Shea Langoliers. The Rangers dropped their inaugural series at Globe Life Field to the Rockies two games to one over the weekend. Texas struggled to produce offense. If for the first time in club history, they scored two runs or less in the first three games of the season, and that's not good, you know, especially in a shortened season like this where every game counts. They're going to definitely have to find some way to produce some offense if they want to have some success and make a push for the playoffs. Or that's going to be a long season. And Joey Gallo actually provided a spark yesterday in the second inning when he crushed the first home run in the new stadium. You know, that momentum was short-lived though, and. Ultimately, the Rangers just weren't able to continue to build off of that. And Rangers starting pitcher Corey Kluber, after a promising first inning, he left the game with tightness in the shoulder. Uh, Kluber was examined by the team physician in the clubhouse, and he'll undergo further examination today. Uh, manager Chris Woodward, manager Chris Woodward said that Kluber is a tough guy who has pitched a lot of innings in the majors. So when he says something's related to his arm, they're going to be concerned about that. 
The Astros didn't have much luck either keeping their starting pitcher healthy. 2019 Cy Young Award winner Justin Verlander left the season opening game against the Mariners after six innings with a forearm string. And initial reports came out that Verlander would miss the season. He quickly went to Twitter and, you know, put that to rest saying, you know, pump the brakes. It's not the end of the season. I'll be back. Uh, He was expected to start on Wednesday against the Dodgers. Obviously, that's not going to happen now. Uh, the Astros and A's currently sit atop the AL West at two and with records of two and one after the open weekend, while the Rangers, Angels, and Mariners all sit at one and two. We'll be back in just a moment with JMO's interview with John Schiaboni. You're listening to the John Morris Show, brought to you by Diamore Fine Jewelers. You know they're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. Nobody has a better selection of light and heavy-duty Ram pickup trucks than Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm meteorologist Emily Kay. It's going to be a warm and muggy start to the day with temperatures starting out in the mid to upper 70s across central Texas. We'll warm up quickly and highs will reach the lower to mid 90s today, but it'll feel like the upper 90s in the afternoon. Skies will be partly sunny with a slight chance of isolated showers in the afternoon. Tonight, temperatures will drop down to around 74 degrees with mostly cloudy skies. Skies will be partly sunny on Tuesday with highs in the lower 90s and a 20% chance of rain later in the day. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 5.39 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. My house has a new Summer is here and so is home improvement season. It's time to get those windows replaced. Call Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite, a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they offer 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct to Central Texas for a free in-home estimate. UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. That's UniversalWindowsCentralTexas.com. Or call 254-301-7760. And be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. I just want to know, girl. <laughs> hey, man, we got a group. Let's go. Let's go. Now let's go to Ward White's for a weather report. Ward, why don't you go ahead and uh, give us the weather. What's going on in the 254? Golf ball size hail, 65 mile an hour wind is expected throughout this storm that is uh, 
entering Waco at the moment. Entering Waco? Station. It didn't came in, man. It all came in. Yeah, it's uh, it's a pretty intense storm. That wind is pretty crazy. I tried to open the door and take a look outside in the break and uh, wasn't doing that because that rain was blowing right back in my face. <laughs> Slapped you in the face, huh? <laughs> get your think we can throw the ball over the roof now? It's Unnecessary Roughness on ESPN Central Texas. Slovacek Sausage has found a great home in Central Texas and we're growing with you. We have found so many ways to celebrate all the great things about Texas. Football, family, and friends, and so much more. We have all of the barbecue, specialty meats, and over 35 kinds of kolaches to make your next meal or gathering a great success, and we do all the work. If you're on the road, we have the best place for your pooch to stop and stretch with our beautiful dog park. So with the hospitality of Texas and our Czech heritage, Vitame Vos. That means we welcome you. At Slovacek's, you'll love our sausage. Life can throw you curveballs. That's why the Texas Rangers and our partners are teaming up to train the next generation to handle them on and off the field. At the Texas Rangers MLB Youth Academy at Mercy Street Sports Complex presented by Toyota, we provide year-round baseball and softball instruction. But the learning extends beyond the diamond with tutoring programs, internships, and more. See how young lives are being shaped at texasrangers.com academy. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Now more than ever, we all need a strong immune system. Healthy diet, along with the right supplements, help support your immune system, specifically multivitamin and vitamin D. Dallas' own Cooper Clinic recommends vitamins to improve the quality and quantity of its patients' lives. Use coupon code IMMUNE20 on coopercomplete.com to get 20% off any purchase. That's IMMUNE20 at coopercomplete.com for 20% off. Make Cooper part of your daily regimen and support that immune system. Welcome back to the John Morris Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to today's GMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us here on ESPN Central Texas. That's some uh, theme music you probably recognize. Would have been very prevalent today on what should have been the opening day for Major League Baseball 2020. Of course, no games and no games for the foreseeable future. But uh, with the start of the season, uh, projected start of the season upon us, thought it'd be great to check in with John Shambi of ESPN, who's nice enough to join us from New York this morning. And, uh, Boog, I appreciate your time today. Uh, and I say this uh, as an opening question. I always say, how are you? But I really mean how. Are you? How are you doing? And how are you handling all this? Yeah, it's been it's been weird. I think uh, you know some days a little better than others. It's not uh, it's not simple for sure. It's uh, you know here in New York we've definitely taken the brunt of it, and you know it's a community we're kind of on top of each other. So um, 
you know, there's a lot of hours to fill in the day. Um, but, you know, just want everybody to be to be safe. And that's uh, that's really the most important thing. So, I, you know, I'm bummed out that, you know, today is always one of my favorite days. And I was supposed to be in L.A. doing Dodgers Giants. So. What's it like in, in New York, sort of the epicenter of all this, the most, uh, I think, reported cases or confirmed cases? Uh, uh, and to see, yeah. you know, I see some shots of the Today Show, and they show a wide shot of the plaza, and there's nobody there. There's nobody on the streets. Uh, is everybody sort of complying best they can and staying inside? I, I would say for the most part. I mean, it, it, it feel if you've ever been in New York City when there's – a blizzard, it's kind of like a blizzard with no snow. <laughs> yeah. But you still, you know, look, some people still have to go to work. Um, I live near a, a subway stop, so I see people early in the morning kind of streaming across. And, you know, it's. I will say it's also been kind of weather dependent. You know, today it's supposed to be probably 55 and sunny. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I usually go out a couple times a day, try and stay away from people on the water on both sides. I, I You know, the governor made a comment about it, that people weren't doing a great job in terms of the social distancing. So I, I've, I've been, you know, trying to be careful. And, and uh, I, I you definitely would, if you came here, you would, you would notice, you know, the lack of vehicular traffic and the lack of... Uh, you know, a foot traffic as well. I got gotcha. you. Well, uh, like you said, uh, one of your favorite days of the year, Major League Baseball opening day, sort of an unofficial uh, holiday, and and no games today. I mean, you're not working, but for a lot of us, you know, we would stop down and, and find two or three games to watch today. What's that yeah. like to go through uh, knowing there's absolutely no Major League Baseball today? It's weird. I mean, I I think that because we've been sort of – it's not like it was just yanked away from us yesterday. We we knew this was coming. So today doesn't feel a whole heck of a, you know, it doesn't feel like opening day. You just know that it was supposed to be the start of it. And I know that I, you know, that I miss baseball, period. But it's, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm hopeful that, that we'll get some type of a season to happen. But it's, uh yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. It's I love doing it so much and, and getting a chance to, you know, I was supposed to be in L.A. today and then I would have done Cubs, Brewers in Milwaukee for radio Sunday night and then Monday night back on TV for the Yankees and the Rays. So, oh, man. you know, I, I at this point, there's, you know, there's there's not that thing we're used to uh, to have to distract us. So. Um, it's, it's definitely weird, but again, today doesn't feel quite as much like opening day just because, you know, it's, we, we haven't had sports or even a lead up in spring training. Yeah. What, uh, what'd you take from, uh, Rob Manfred's interview, uh, with Scott Van Pelt last night? Anything stand out to you there? No, I mean, I, I, you know, the, the idea that they're, Look, I, the thing I've said is there's a business component to this that is not, you know, it's above my pay grade, and frankly, I'm not, you know, interested, but I understand. So 
you know, how many games they're going to play obviously affects revenue and affects players getting paid. For our entertainment, like, I don't, I don't personally feel that the need for them to figure out a way to get as close to 162 games as possible. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? I, like, I, that, yeah. like, to me, tomorrow, if they could you know, shorten the season to in the 140s, I think the sport would be fine, probably right. a, little, a little better off. But I don't need them to, you know, to be playing you know, double headers every day for four straight weeks in order to, you know, in order to try and get to 162. If it's 110, 120, 100, I'm, I'm fine. But I, I, I know they've got a, you know, a business to run. Baseball's got a lot in his hands. You know, on the one hand, you know, the Astros stuff kind of, you know, gets, you know, muted a little bit um, because of this. And, and I guess that, you know, that's a good thing. Certainly not saying this is a good thing in any way, but, uh, you know, I think that baseball on, you know, broad terms has to figure out what the, the future is going to, going to look like and how do you grow it. But for this season, yeah, I'll take, I'll take whatever I can get, but I don't, you know, I'm not going to sit there if it looks like it's going to be 114 and, you know, see if, you know, well, how can we make it 134? I, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. fine. I'm I fine. I got you. Hey, you mentioned spring training, and I said this to our listeners here before we got you on the air. Uh, you guys did a really creative thing at a spring training game I happened to catch. It was the Cubs, and it was the Angels, and you had uh, Rizzo and Bryant mic'd up, and then you mic'd up Joe Madden in the opposite dugout, and they were all talking to each other, and you were, you know, uh, the traffic cop through that. That was really, really creative and really fun to see. It was uh, as enjoyable as anything I've done in a while. They they were so invested in it. I mean, that was the part that was fun. We had asked Anthony to do it, and then we asked Bryant, would you go on with him? And he said, absolutely. And then when I saw Chris in the clubhouse before the game, he said, hey, can we leave it on the whole game? And I kind of <laughs> looked at him, and I was like, uh, yeah. <laughs> and so they just, you know, we really just had to get out of the way. And then I just kind of had to poke them and, right. and, as you said, just direct traffic here and there. And But they were they were so much fun. And, you know, look, so it, there needs to be more access. It's not going to be that. And I'd also maintain to people that even if it were that every game, it would lose its novelty. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's got to feel a little bit special. I think what we need is more access from the guys that aren't playing. But, yeah, it's not realistic. I'm going to be talking to Anthony Rizzo in uh, in his ear in during it at bat in the seventh inning of game three of the division series, you know? Yeah, exactly. Well, it was really fun to watch. And then when you brought Joe Madden in, you know, who was their manager, yeah. that was uh, that was a really cool aspect of that also. Yeah, and, and you know, there, there were other subtle things. Like, so we three-boxed it when the pitch wasn't right. coming. Right. And I, and I told the producer, tell Bryant and Rizzo if they have a question to raise their hand. <laughs> so it was just funny that visually – you know, I would say, okay, Joe, you know, we have another question and we're going to go out to our correspondent. And then, like, right. KB would raise his hand and I'd say, yes, Chris Bryant has a question. And it was just, 
you know, it just added to it. It was funny. The the visual with the audio was, uh, I mean, I, I my face hurt at the end of the game. I was laughing and smiling yeah. so much. Oh, man, it was great. It really was great. John Chambi's our guest, ESPN, uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. J-Mo mentioned how it was going to be opening day. We all know that it would be opening day, and it's a special day. But for you who's been covering the game and you've been at special games for uh, opening day, what what's one of your best opening day memories? You know, uh, so it, it's funny, but this one, this pops out to me. Um, I grew up a Phillies fan, and I um, just, I've always, always, uh, I was born in Philadelphia on my dad's side of the family, uh, all Phillies fans. And even though I moved to New York when I was a, a youngster at seven, um, I stayed a Phillies fan. And, I, you know, just, Baseball on both sides. My mom's family, big Yankees fans. My dad's family, big Phillies fans. And I, I know this this one will sound odd, but my dad, when I was in college, um, surprised me. And we got tickets in 1992 to see the Phillies and the Cubs opening day at the Vet. Nice. And it just – and so I took the – I guess took the train down from Boston College and uh, and went to go see the Phillies and it was uh, it's just, yeah it was just you know it was just kind of classic father son um, just one that I'll yeah that I'll I'll always remember um, you know look I the, the ones that I broadcasted every year it's it is I mean an absolute blast it's it's so exciting to get a chance to to do it um you know there's there's a, a bunch of broadcast ones but that one for me is you know is personal where my because it usually comes it was my birthday present because my <laughs> my birthday is is uh in the middle of april so uh that was yeah that one means a lot to me in 1992 it sounds like a good one to me. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of fun, as a matter of fact. Now, you, you mentioned a little yeah. earlier about Houston and their situation, and it kind of be, being muted now because nobody's thinking about that, nobody's talking about that situation. But when baseball activities do get back, when they do get back on the field and we start seeing games, how do you think the Astros will be you know, uh, approached and treated when they go stadium to stadium throughout the season? I think that they're going to be received the way you think they're going to be received. But I, I think it, again, it'll be, um, volume isn't going to be quite as loud. So I, you know, I just, I, people are going to be so starved for baseball. Look, you're still going to get it and it's going to be, I think it's going to be a little jarring at times, but I, I still would say that, you know, overall people are just, uh, are just going to be dying to, to watch some baseball. John Chomby with us, ESPN. You were, uh, you're in Waco frequently during the uh, yeah. basketball season. You were here several times this year. We saw you several times on the road. Man, what a shame the way uh, this basketball yeah. season ended for Baylor and for everybody, really. Yeah, I, and, and, I, and I'll t- I mean, look, I've been doing the Big 12 now for – I don't know, good 10, 12 years. And man, I love that team. I, I, that this, this, this year's Baylor team, it was fun, really good. I, I think more than anything, I loved, uh, 
Bill's one of my favorite players. Just he just the way he goes about it and the body type, and then you know the improvement and uh, I love Freddie Gillespie. And then I, I just think that that you know having four guards and basically so many different guys on the court that can get their own shot in a day and age where I don't think that's that prevalent. They were just they're super entertaining, and I I just I really enjoyed them, and I I think they were capable of winning the national championship. I mean, I, look, obviously, but I you know I will say I I think that a national title was a, a definitely a, a possible outcome. So that is uh, that's a real that's a real bummer. But uh, Scott did a great job with that with that group, and it's funny I I'm sure. Um, I'm, I don't. I don't know how fans down there feel about him, but um, Matt Rule, where I grew up in New York City, um, you know, Matt lived there for a a, a a stretch of time, and we're we're not the same age. They're probably have, I want to say like a six year age difference, but. He's he's connected to to Roosevelt Island, where I where I grew oh, wow. up in in New York City. So, yeah. um, so I have I have that. Now he's you know moving on to the NFL, obviously. Going back to the the Baylor basketball team and, and what they were able to do and accomplish this past season, how impressed were you with the commitment to the defensive side? You know, getting it done defensively. Uh, if shots weren't dropping, it didn't matter because at the other end they were going to make sure that they got that ball back. Yeah, and it's different, you know. You, you, you know the the way. I mean, look, Scott's a good coach. I don't know that everybody realizes what a good coach he is, but you know, for for an extended stretch, you always thought of them as being a zone or more of a zone team. And you know, at least last check, I think they played. You know, I think two percent of their possessions this year, the defensive end were were zone, and everything else was was man. And I'm I'm totally with you. They they. They could defend, and they they played hard, and they were yeah they were just a, a a fun team to watch, no doubt. Yeah, hey, it's great to catch up with you. We really appreciate your time this morning, and uh, hope to see you back on the air doing games uh, very shortly. And look forward to your next trip to Waco. But thanks for your time this morning. Anytime, you guys, John. Always good to talk to you, pal. You but you too. Thanks very much. That was John Shomby with Q and JMO from earlier on in the year, actually on the original date when uh, opening day was supposed to start. And there's a lot of irony in that interview right there now with the Mar- Miami Marlins having 14 players and some coaches test positive for COVID after their opening day series with the Phillies. And, you know, that's got the a lot of this up in the air right now is how we're going to progress going forward with the season. It's going to be interesting to see how MLB approaches this. But we'll be back in just a moment with J-Mo's interview with Shay Legaliers. You're listening to The John Morris Show here on ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Did you know that one out of every four men have systematic low levels of testosterone and don't even know it? If you think you're too young to worry about it, guess again. Low T levels can make you feel tired and grumpy, cause weight gain, wreak havoc on your sexual desire and performance. Petty Clinic Low T can set up same-day blood screening and results. So if you're tired of being tired, I challenge you to man up. It's a private clinic with an atmosphere catering to men. Affordable, too. Only $150 a month. Includes lab work, office consultation, testosterone injections, and follow-up visits. Compared to $395 a month in Dallas and Austin, and you don't even have to fight the traffic. Petty Clinic Low-T is board-certified physician consultations will provide you with the best form of brand-strength testosterone available. So listen up. If you're looking for increased energy and strength, improvement in sexual desire and performance, elevated moves, focus, and concentration. Contact Petty Low T today, just off Highway 84 at Old Hewitt Drive in Woodway. Petty Clinic Low T, pettycliniclowtea.com, or Google search Low T Waco. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. From nurses to truck drivers, doctors to grocery clerks, we all count here in McLennan County. The 2020 Census wants to make sure we're all counted, and you can do your part by completing the 2020 Census. This simple survey will help impact the next 10 years of healthcare, schools, and roads for Waco and McLennan County. So, go to my2020census.gov today. Shape your future. Start here. my2020census.gov. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you are searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. When you bought your home, it was a big and emotional investment. The last thing you want to discover is termites or any wood-destroying insect causing damage. At 855-BUGS, we understand the value of a safe home, and we want to protect you and your loved ones from all the pests that live in hidden places. Let us ensure your home is protected with a full inspection, preventative treatment, and a comprehensive ongoing treatment plan to stay ahead of termites and all pests. Visit 855-BUGS.com to learn more about our promise to protect your home and family. Recently on Unnecessary Roughness. Here's Cam Newton. This was after a workout. Let him tell it. He's a very motivated young man right now. Here's Cam Newton. Check it out. You know what made this different? Is they ain't never seen this Cam. They ain't never seen him. You want to know how I know? They ain't never seen him. <laughs> the forgotten Cam. They it on Cam. I'm going to come in here and say that one day. Today, you guys are going to get a different Q. You know how I know? Because I don't even recognize Q. <laughs> I woke up this morning and looked in the mirror, and I didn't even recognize myself. <laughs> I woke up this morning and said, hey, wife. And she said, ah, who's that? She didn't even recognize this Q. Get ready, Ward. Yeah. WW, it's a different Q. Theater yeah. should have been a side job for me. You know what I mean? I think I should have been a theatrical major. <laughs> 
I think that I might have missed the calling. I think no, I could. Unnecessary roughness on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco. 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Rangers lost their opening series of the season versus the Rockies after falling 5 to 2 on Sunday. Pitcher Corey Kluber left the game after the first inning. Here's manager Chris Woodward's thoughts on Kluber after the game. Uh, anytime your starting pitcher comes out after one inning, you're you're obviously concerned. So, you know, we're going to obviously evaluate him today and hopefully he comes back in tomorrow feeling better. But we're obviously taking all the precautions in the world. So we'll see. Uh, we don't have anything else uh, to update right now, but hopefully we'll have something tomorrow. The Astros lost to the Mariners 7-6, but their big concern is Justin Verlander. Early reports by the Houston Chronicle were that he was going to be out for the season, but later reports from Verlander himself on Twitter said that reports were false and he will only miss a couple weeks due to a forearm strain. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is the John Morris Show. Proudly presented by Baylor University, where lights shine bright. There's a guy at the plate, belongs on the Buster Posey Award. It is a long home run to left field. Wow, Shea Langoliers right on cue. Now, back to today's JMO Radio Show. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Back with us, John Morris Show on this Monday morning. Highlight cut uh, from Baylor Vision of Shea Langoliers. Now into professional baseball, doing well there. And member of the Baylor Baseball All-Decade Team. That announced yesterday. It's in the Waco Tribune-Herald. It's on our website today at BaylorBears.com. Not just the catcher on the All-Decade Team, first team, but uh, the defensive player of the decade as well. And pleased to be joined now by former Baylor catcher Shea Langoliers. And Shea, good morning to you. How you doing today? Uh, doing good, John. How are you? Very good, very good. It's good to hear your voice. Uh, what's uh, what's going on baseball-wise? Uh, what are you hearing, uh, and what have you been doing, I guess, to stay in shape and stay ready whenever they say go? Uh, you know, I haven't heard a whole lot, but um, you know, doing as much as I can to stay ready, staying in shape, throwing, hitting, catching, all that kind of stuff, um, you know, as much as I can. And then, you know, whenever I get that call, uh, I'll be ready to head out. Very good. Where uh, where are you? Where are you kind of camped out right now? Uh, I'm in Keller, Texas with my parents Keller? right now. Okay, good deal. Good move. And uh, did you see, uh, you know, the proposal or counter-proposal, I guess, from the Major League Baseball Players uh, Association last night? Uh, you know, what do you make of that? And, and, you know, do you think that's maybe a step forward to finally getting an agreement with the owners? Um, yeah, I think, I think uh, you know, it was it – was, kind of seemed like a long week in terms of social media and what was being said about the MLB and the MLBPA. But, you know, I feel like they're, they're getting closer to a deal. And, you know, and that's, you know, hopefully what, what happens because, you know, all of us want to go out there and just play. Yeah, absolutely. you got to be uh, you got to be chomping at the bit, right, to get out there and get back into it. Yeah, exactly. I've been I've been itching to get out there pretty bad. Yeah. How did it go? Uh, how would you uh, describe your year at, in Rome, uh, single A, last year? Um, I would say, 
uh, you know, it took me a while to get my feet wet. Um, you know, there was a there was a maturation process for sure. Um, I think the biggest thing for me was um, that attitude in college baseball. You know, you're playing Big Twelve baseball Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know that that uh, mentality is already there. You already want to beat your opponent. And for me, it was just finding a way to bring that mentality every single day. Because you know, in, in college, you're playing three, four times a week, and then you get to pro baseball, you're playing six, seven times a week. So it kind of gets you know, a little taxing on the body and the mind. So if you find a way to be able to bring that every day, you get, you got to leg up. I got you. I was going to ask you, you know, what's the biggest difference, you know, when you go into the professional ranks? Uh, and, and another part of it, I'm guessing, is uh, there's no, you know, stepping into it. I mean, you dive in, don't you, uh, full-time yeah. in all those games? I mean, you go in head first playing all those games. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, another another thing is the I think the scouting aspect is a little bit different. They go more in depth. Um, um, you know, I'm working with Conoco uh, Tech Share or Tex, our pitching coach this summer. Um, you know, I learned a lot um, from just you know keeping hitters straight. Honestly, there there's so much information that they have on all of us, and just you know working with pitchers and how to attack guys using their strengths and stuff like that. I got you. Were you when all this hit in March? Uh, where where were you? Were you in camp at that point? Yeah, I was at spring training in right. uh, uh, Florida. Okay, and and how was that going? Would you say things were going you know pretty well for you? And and I know they have high hopes for you in the Braves organization. Do you uh, would you feel like things were going well in spring training? Yeah, I felt like things were going well. You know, I was having a lot of fun out there and. Uh, Getting to work with uh, Sal Fasano, the the catching the catching coach, and you know just being around those guys out there, just kind of taking in what I could and learning from their experience and all the stuff they had to say. I, I, it was a blast. I got you. Sounds good. Shay Langoliers is with us, former Baylor catcher, uh, now in the Atlanta Braves organization. Shay, uh, this is Garrett. What? How often are you in contact with your coaches and former play and uh, players on the team? You know, not being able to see them daily. Um, so we get a we get a text daily from one of our trainers, just you know, asking if how we're feeling, how the body is, stuff like that. And then um, every it's either usually Saturday or Sunday we get a call from one of the the hitting coaches, and they're all kind of just assigned players, and we have about a fifteen to thirty minute conversation just about what's going on and stuff like that. So uh, text every day, call every week. And the MLP, MLBPA has uh, suggested about extending the rosters uh, for mm-hmm. the major league. Is that something they've reached out to you all about? Uh, no, they they haven't reached out to us about anything like that. Okay. It, it seems, you know, there's some uncertainty with the minor leagues and, and cutting of uh, teams, a lot of that. Uh, what, what news do you know about that that we might not know? Um, you know, maybe just the same, just um, just kind of, you know, a little bit heartbreaking the other day when you're out, you find out some of your buddies are getting, you know, released from the team that I was playing with last summer and, you know, just around the league talking to Kyle Hill, some of his friends from the Mariners are getting released, stuff like that. So it's kind of, yeah, you know, it caught me by surprise, but you know some of the guys that have been in the organization for a while said, "Well, this is usually about when it happens if we were playing." So, okay, I guess uh, you know it just kind of caught me off guard. 
I got you. That's tough. What about, uh, I'm sure you've seen, uh, if not, we'll send it to you, the uh, uh, all-decade team for Baylor baseball was announced yesterday. Uh, It's on our website, BaylorBears.com today. Congratulations to you. You're the first-team catcher and and the defensive player of the decade. Uh, Congratulations to you on that honor. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. What uh, Have you had a chance to look over that team, see some of the other guys that are on there? Yeah, I, I got a chance to look at the team last night. Yeah, and that's a really good team. I mean, if we could get all those guys together and put them on the field at once, that would be a really good team, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. Your defense, uh, I know anybody that, that – uh, any coaches or players that played against you or certainly the guys you played with and the Baylor coaches here can appreciate that. But really, uh, you know, it was it was an easy choice uh, for you to be the defensive player of the decade uh, just because, you know, as Coach Rod said many times, you changed the game. You really did from your catcher position. Uh, I know you uh, take a lot of pride and, and know, you know, I know you've worked hard on that aspect of your game. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, just coming in, uh, I, I coming in, I was kind of known for uh, honestly more offensively as a catcher, and then I kind of, you know, I got to got to college, took pride in that. Worked with Ruben Noriega um, for three years. Um, you know, I felt like I made a bunch of bunch of strides and a, bu- a bunch of different parts of the game. And uh, you know, honestly, uh, a lot of the credit goes to you know Coach Rod, Coach Strauss um, for how they control the running game and what they do with the pitchers and how aware the pitchers are of what's going on throughout the game. I mean, you know, good stress is always changing the looks or the holds up and stuff like that. And it makes my job that much easier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it was fun to watch when you were here because you really did shut down the running game of most teams Baylor played against. And, uh, you know, just a, it was a different aspect to the Baylor team uh, and the defense by, you know, just you being back there behind the plate. Yeah, you know, I – bunch of fun in college um you know i got to the point where um in sophomore and junior year it was kind of i was i was you know hoping that they would try to run just because i you know me and the pitcher <laughs> on the same page coach strauss maybe feels like they're about to go and you know i'm kind of anticipating that they're about to go and that's that's kind of when when everybody's on the same page like that uh that's when it gets a lot of fun because then all i got to do is just make a good throw yeah, really cool. Shay Langleers is with us, former Baylor catcher, uh, all-decade catcher for uh, Baylor baseball and defensive player of the decade. Uh, and so so what's your, what's a normal day for you? Do you have a normal uh, workout routine uh, every day or yeah. every week? Um, yeah, so usually uh, it's like Monday through Friday. Wednesday is usually just like a mobility day. You just kind of go roll out, do your correctional work, stuff like that. But Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, we're, um, you know, lifting, uh, doing our conditioning, throwing. Uh, I'm catching bullpens, trying to stay in catching shape, and then, you know, getting some BP and stuff like that. So it's usually, you know, three to four hours around there pretty much every day. I got you. And who, yeah. so who, who are you working out with? I'm working out at TPA in Grapevine right now, actually. Okay. I'm working out with um, – you know, guys like Hill Alexander, he goes he went to DBU, now plays with the Rays. Okay. Um, working out with uh Brady Lindsley, catcher at OU. Um, me and him grew up as good friends. Uh you know, we got a we got a good group of guys, a couple big leaguers over there, um, pitchers that I've been getting to catch, so pretty thankful there. But um, you know, I love the group of guys over there. I feel like we're getting better. 
Nice. Very good. Well, uh, let me ask you this, and we'll let you go. Uh, everybody in your family safe, uh, health-wise, everybody doing well? Yeah, everybody doing really good. Um, you know, actually been thankful for we've had a bunch of family time, and now uh, my sister Alexa softball starting to kick back up. She's actually in Houston right now for oh, wow. a two-week period. The, the coach brought her out there, so she's out there practicing right now. So I'm really happy she's getting back into it. Hey, that's good. That's very good. Yeah. Well, man, it's it's great to catch up with you. Glad you're doing well. Can't wait till you get uh, back on the field and get some games going. Hopefully that happens soon. And congratulations on the All-Decade Honors. Uh, Appreciate your time this morning. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right, man, stay in touch. Thanks very much. Shay Langlier is with us, former Baylor catcher, the uh, All-Decade first-team catcher, and the defensive player. That was Shay Langlier with us earlier on. In the year, uh, we'll be right back to close things out. You're listening to the John Moore Show here on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, Central Texas, this is Julio Castillo, owner and operator of Jack Roofing and Exteriors. Let's talk Roofing for Dummies 101. First, you want to breathe. Second, you want to seal. And third, you want to defend. Today, we're going to talk about sealing your roof properly. You want to seal your roof properly to create a waterproof barrier so you don't have leaks in the future. For more information, check us out online at jacroofs.com or call us directly at 254-732-2872. Here at Jack Roofing and Exteriors, we are making customers happy one roof at a time. At Marineland Boating Center, we believe in families, fishing, and everyone who enjoys the peace of being on the water. That's why Marineland is home to Alumacraft, boats designed and built by generations of fishing enthusiasts for fishing enthusiasts. For over 70 years, Alumacraft has been providing durability and innovation. Whether it's time for water sports or the perfect catch, we've got an Alumacraft model to fit your style and budget. Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or visit Marineland Way Yamaha.com. Snap to Sanders. Ooh, he's him, Dan. Oh, he, oh, he dropped, dropped the football. That's a touchdown. It's picked up. Terrell Bernard will run it in for a touchdown. Ball popped out of the hands of Spencer Sanders. He turns it over. Terrell Bernard scooped it up and scored for the Bears. 17-yard return for a touchdown, and Baylor leads by 10. Your home for Baylor football. ESPN Central Texas. Automatic Chef Canteen is a full-service micro-market vending and office coffee provider with state-of-the-art vending equipment. They offer custom-fitted micro-market vending and office coffee solutions for your employee break room. Locally owned and operated for over 50 years in Central Texas, including in-house mechanics on call 24-7 for fast, reliable service and maintenance. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco or online at automaticchefcanteen.com. Every man knows that you got to get it right in the bed. Hey there, Jay from Pickup Outfitters here to talk about a sensitive issue and asking you, please, don't drive around town exposing your stuff. Please, cover that truck bed. This is a very serious form of truck nudity. Trucks without bed covers, and it's an easy fix. There are so many different types of covers depending on your needs and style. From folding, rolling, locking, retractable, anything from black to silver even paint to match the original cover of your truck. All these are hard, rigid covers, just like they should be. Now, there are also some soft bed covers, but you know. So don't be driving around with a bare truck bed. It's like letting people peek underneath your covers. It just ain't right. See the different types of bed covers at createacommotion.com slash covers. Won't you help us end truck nudity? 
Stop by our showroom and see all our bed cover displays at Pickup Outfitters just off of Waco Drive at 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Myatt Fuels. You call, we haul is a high-quality fuel and lubricant distribution company based out of Clifton and West. Myatt Fuels provides our local area with a wholesale delivery of on-road diesel, off-road, farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol. Myatt Fuels has been in Central Texas for several years and based their success on the company's values, integrity, and commitment to their clients with superior service and dedication. Call Nick at Myatt Fuels with all your off-road, farm, on-road, and gasoline delivery needs. Now available non-ethanol gasoline. Call 675 8107 Myatt Fields or look them up on Facebook. Why not make it quick and easy to feed the entire family? Just stop by Bush's Chicken for Tender Tuesday. You get 16 tenders, a family gravy, and four rolls for just $11.99. Bush's Chicken, simply the best. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm your boy Q with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by Valvoline Express Care Waco, 833 North Valley Mills Drive. Open Monday through Friday, 8 to 6, Saturday, 8 to 5. The Rangers lost their opening series of the season versus the Rockies after falling 5 to 2 on Sunday. Pitcher Corey Kluber left the game after the first inning. Here's manager Chris Woodward's thoughts on Kluber after the game. Uh, anytime your starting pitcher comes out after one inning, you're you're obviously concerned. So you know we're gonna obviously evaluate him today, and hopefully he comes back in tomorrow feeling better. But we're obviously taking all the precautions in the world, so we'll see. Uh, we don't have anything else uh, to update right now but hopefully we'll have something tomorrow. The Astros lost to the Mariners 7-6 but their big concern is Justin Verlander. Early reports by the Houston Chronicle were that he was going to be out for the season but later reports from Verlander himself on Twitter said that reports were false and he will only miss a couple weeks due to a forearm strain. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the John Moore Show. I'm Garrett Ross. Hope you're enjoying the show. Joined now by Stephen Simcox. What's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. What is this, JMO's second vacation? Yeah, second summer? vacation, man. He's getting it in. Well deserved. I don't blame him. I mean, hey, there's nothing going exactly. on. Exactly. <laughs> Baylor-wise, oh, there's a few Baylor things going on, but no live sports for them yet. How was your weekend? It was good, man. Uh, didn't do a whole lot. Just kind of stuck around the house, but... We actually, like, we we're going to, that rain came out of nowhere yesterday. Yeah. We were going to get outside, and um, I was going to have the kids playing the sprinkler, and I was upstairs getting ready, and I look out, and all of a sudden I see it's, it's raining outside. But it made, it feels really good. Like, it's 90 degrees, um, which is still hot. Right. But it's a lot better than, like, 98. Yesterday we were in the house, and I was like, man, it's kind of cold in here, because my AC didn't have to work as hard yeah. to get down to the usual temperature that it does. So, um, but it was a good weekend. How was yours? I, it was pretty good. Just hung around the house. Uh, my in-laws actually kept the kids, so I got some sleep. And my son likes to wake up at 6 every morning, no matter mm -hmm. what time he goes to sleep. So that was nice to make up for lost sleep. And I actually enjoyed and took in some of the baseball games, which I'm not – you know me, I'm not a big baseball guy, but I actually watched it, and I really enjoyed it, man. It was some good games. Obviously, the Rangers have some issues. Uh, what, what was your take on that? Well, this lineup right now just looks uh... – Looks like it's it's really struggling. You mentioned in the break, Odor once again is coming out of the gates really slowly. Um, Joey Gallo did hit a bomb this weekend, mm -hmm. but he struggled in just about every other at bat. They just don't have anybody right now that you fear. You know, right. like Gallo, you got to be careful with him because he can hit it 460 feet, but he also strikes out a lot. Um, Santana, 
it, I mean, it's one weekend, so I don't want to say these they're a terrible team. I just I had a lot of optimism going into it, but I think between the lineup struggling and then Corey Kluber leaving after one inning with shoulder stiffness, that's never good. Right. Uh, the bullpen was kind of up and down, so they have issues, and it's it's still super early. But the problem is when you only play sixty games, you know if you start two and eight or three and ten. That that puts you in a big hole. Yes. So they're going to have to figure this thing out. They get a day off today, and then they play the Diamondbacks for a couple of days. Um, this is this is actually the softer part of their schedule. So they need to, you know, try to pad some wins right now because when they start playing the Angels, the A's, and the Astros in the coming months, it's going to get tougher. And speaking of that, when you, when you talk about the games and how important this is right now, when we look at what happened yesterday with the Marlins coming out, initially it was seven or eight players who had tested positive for COVID. And then later on, I guess after they did more tests, it was ultimately 14, you know, including mm-hmm. coaching staff. And they've already, you know, canceled tonight's home opener against the Orioles. But if they're forced to cancel more games, at some point you got to say, is it, is it worth it because you're so far behind or do you just cancel the season as a whole? What do you think about that? Well, the MLB is having a meeting this morning, apparently. They're having an emergency get-together. Uh, the Yankees-Phillies game, so the Marlins played the Phillies this weekend. Right. That's also been postponed. Phillies are trying to deep clean that visiting clubhouse. You're right. It's a big problem. I mean, this is the new norm of sports, I think, outside of these bubbles. We've seen so far Major League Soccer um, and the National Women's Soccer League they did tournaments in one location mm-hmm. that seemed to work pretty well. The NBA the season hasn't started yet, but so far they're doing well. Um, the WNBA got kicked off this weekend. They haven't had any major problems, even though we, we saw Kalani Brown test positive and she's been working her way back to health. But if you're going to travel across the country, Garrett, it's just going to be really tough to navigate this. And this is a, a very important day because however major league baseball decides to manage this, that's going to be the new norm going forward. Right. And I don't know how you do it because right now I believe the protocol is if you test positive, you have to have two negative tests. Well, what does that mean for the Marlins if you have 14 players? Like, how, how many guys do you have to get available to move forward right. and play a game? And then you're going to have to monitor the Phillies closely. It, it's, it's going to be a very difficult juggling act. And I, I'm curious to see what they decide to do today. I can't imagine they'll cancel the season altogether after one weekend, but it's it's almost the worst case scenario to have one team already basically not be able to play because they have so many people out. Right, and you already, I mean, we entered the season with an extended roster as is, but when you're missing 14 players, even with that extended roster, you don't have the the capacity to make up for you know the players lost, and you can't really dip into the minor leagues anymore because it's non-existent. So right, it's just a it's a difficult situation going forward and even with guys getting tested every day you can't guarantee that you know you're not going to have another outbreak so it's just a big it's a big problem we saw one soto test positive on opening day they're able to get around that but this is the next challenge of can you work around and really an entire team being in a crisis right uh as far as the rest of the day what y'all got coming up on unr um, yeah, so you and R, we're going to talk to Eddie Rodosovich at 1230. Oklahoma made an interesting change. They moved their season opener a week back, so they're mm-hmm. going to start on August 29th. And we'll just talk to him also about how the season's going to go um, for uh, for the Sooners. 
at uh, 1 o'clock. There was a big trade in NFL this weekend. Jamal Adams is moving from the Jets to the Seahawks. So we'll talk with Curtis Crabtree, who covers the Seahawks, about that. At 1.30, we'll talk with John Wallin. Another domino that fell this weekend, Garrett, um, the American Southwest Conference decided to move fall sports to the spring. Right. That includes UMHB. So they're going to play football in the spring. And we'll find out, you know, from John exactly what went into that decision and um, how that's going to work moving forward. And then from 3 to 6 on Mosley's show, we're going to have uh, Coach Hume on because Midway made a slight change to their schedule. Right. They're going to play Austin Westlake instead of Permian to open their season to cut down on travel. And we're hoping to get Coach Fredenberg on to talk about UMHB moving football. Um, and hopefully we can get that done as well. But, yeah, full day of programming coming up. Awesome, man. Well, appreciate you stopping in, and good luck for the rest of the day. Thanks, Garrett. Thanks. That was Stephen Simcox. Uh, we hope that you enjoyed the John Moore show today. JMO will be back tomorrow, and everything will resume normally. Uh, but we appreciate you listening, and stay tuned to 1660 All Day. This is the John Moore show. Thanks.